Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What's that? Might be nice for you to show me the buttons that we've got now. So. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've seen how this film ends. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Well, once you know how to use the kit... <laughs> See you later, Ward. Yeah, I'm out of it. This one does this. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I'm joined in the podcast studio by the one and only Mr. Danny Ward. It's the day that no one thought was ever going to come again. What was that? Well, being back in the studio, back, Mark. I'm back He's from back. Australia. Back in the studio. Feel like feel like slipping into a lovely, lovely glove. <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to say. I thought you were going to say bath. <laughs> um, does it feel like a long time ago since we were here doing it back? Because you left on like the 8th of Feb. Can I say yes and no? You certainly can. It, it Most feels, things in life are like that. It does feel like a long time ago, but it also now just feels like I've never been away. Mm. Can I have both of those? It was like that. I, I said that when I saw you at that gig we did last week. Yeah, literally, straight away. They didn't know what they had, did they? Oh, my goodness. Shall we talk about that gig? We could do, yeah. It was a corporate, we did a corporate gig. It was my first gig back. Um, <laughs> I, had, I was streaming cold. I, was all, I, I came back from Australia with a cold. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, that, that journey. That journey is 23 hours or whatever. Yeah. That's bad anyway, I assume. With a cold... Did you watch many films on the way back? In- interesting question, Danny. So I actually, I actually nailed the jet lag situation because I, I left early in the morning. Yeah, hadn't slept. Right, mm-hmm. had a fourteen-hour journey, then stop in Dubai, mm-hmm. Dubai, and then a seven-hour journey. Get home at six. Right, a couple of hours. Get home, ready for bed. Right, so. Um, I wanted to be tired for that. So that first 14 hours, I didn't watch a film until the last three hours because I forced myself to sleep, even though it was really hard and I can't really sleep on planes. But I, I refused to let myself. It was torture. But I didn't watch anything. Because if I want to get into a film, I'm, 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 I'm going to want to watch another film, another film. So I didn't, get, I didn't even get the thing out. Um, and I did it. I did it. I, I slept, film. Oh, I, I teared up as well. Is that a true thing? That there's I, I, too many things to That's say. Right. We'll get one at a time. <laughs> I'm not. I, I've got too much to say, Daddy. Um, when you're up in the air, yeah, 
you cry more when you watch films and things. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't Have I made think that up? So. That sounds very spurious. <laughs> I'm sure. I, I thought you of all people would would know. That. Well, I mean, I've got the laptop here. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't even know what to ask Alexa. <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> what are we saying? Do you so, cry more? Do you cry more when up like up in the air? You cry more at films it, in an aeroplane. Yeah, that will do. The lower the normal air pressure in the cabin is known to induce mild hypoxia, Ooh. reduced oxygen levels in the brain, which is associated with a raft of cognitive and emotional effects, mm. including heightened negative mood and a diminished ability to handle stress. Does that answer the question? Well, <laughs> well the, the answer, the question was, why do I cry? Why do I, why do I always cry when I watch films so on a so plane? So someone's asked the question. Yeah, then. this is, look, you're not so alone. Thing. Social media abounds with people sharing similar experiences. Um, there's been little formal research, okay, but some have called it the Mile Cry Club, Mark. Love that. There that's we go. Right on my street. That yeah, that's play. right. I mean, this is this is this is this web. This is made for you. This website. For starters, <laughs> travels often fraught with emotional uh, stress. So um, that's that's what they're saying. So I mean, they I, don't they, have, they don't know. So I watched Tom Hanks' film A Man Called Otto. And I don't even know if that's the sort of film people will cry at, but I, well, I kept going. And I, I was so embarrassed because people were walking. <laughs> I was right at the front of the, um, the, the right next to where the, the staff were working in yeah. the little kitchen-y thing. And they get, oh, oh my God, I was streaming. The galley, they call that, Mark. The galley. Yeah. I was streaming, mate. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's a lovely film. What a lovely film. You well, you know it? me. It doesn't take much for me to go. No. no. Play Neighbours on a Piano, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so i got back yeah. and we went to that gig and it was a corporate gig not a, I mean corporate gig isn't the best gig to sort of kick start your your uk shows with yeah um but they yeah it wasn't terrible no it wasn't terrible we i mean you did, did you, such a great job it was really funny at the top because danny was hosting and he had to try and get everyone to sit down and they wouldn't do it and every so often paul McCaffrey and i were backstage and danny's head would just pop around the corner and go I don't know what to do. <laughs> I mean, I just kept on saying it until they just they sort of relented in the end because yeah. I think my my voice over the tannoy would have been annoying. Yeah, and it was the only way to stop it. But what annoyed but, me but, about oh, it? Oh, I was going to say then little little talking point. Yeah, that as an act, when you have to try and get them over and you're you're nagging them. Yeah, you lose everything oh, of with course. them. You yeah, lose, yeah, yeah. lose all authority of as course. an act. Yeah, so which is why in the second section before I brought on the headliner. Mm. I didn't do any material because I thought it would have been deleterious. Just wrangling. Just wrangled them in, settled yeah. them. Because at that point, you know, that's, you, you're more of a wrangler. I mean, I was telling me jokes. And um, I did that, you know, Weatherspoons, the Weatherspoons app joke. Oh, yeah, know, yeah, right? yeah. And I said, does anyone here uh, like Weatherspoons? And this bloke, because it, it, it was for, you know, uh, bankers, corporate gigs, lawyers. He went, read the room. <laughs> And I did my joke and I, and, I, and I did my joke and I said, pick yourself a, uh, send over a portion of peas for 60 yeah. pence. You will feel like Bono. Everyone laughed. And I looked at him and went, have I read the room all right, mate? <laughs> <laughs> How petty is that? <laughs> that doesn't you, even make you, that much sense. That, that was, uh, <laughs> also, you're on the edge there because like showing genuine anger yeah. is where you lose yeah, a room. Course, so course, so you, you were just tiptoeing on that line. It just really bothered me. I don't know, <laughs> read the room. Like you, what, what shitbag thinks they're too good for Weatherspoons? I actually had, I had, a, had a Boris Johnson, anti-Boris Johnson joke. Yes. And when I, as I started it, I was like, oh no, I think this might, I, I think they might like him. And I, it's weird that sort of halfway through a joke, suddenly losing all confidence in it. It went okay, but it didn't hit like it normally does. Fucking 
And who likes Boris Johnson? I mean, that's not, it's not for now, but fucking no. hell. Anyway, but yes. well, welcome back. You're not missed much. <laughs> not missed much, <laughs> not no. Not missed much. Um, no, it's been a bit shit, really. But uh, you're back now. Uh, the tour started again, though, in Fine Fettle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We, um, we, we had our first tour shows back um, yeah. in Bristol. Beautiful. Matt and Anne and Eight O'Clock both sold out in Bristol Tobacco Factory. What a what a venue! As Electric, well. like a proper Electric. proper. If you wanted to design a comedy club, that's how you do it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was off low the ceiling. Hook, nice, nice, really nice people. It's one of those few gigs you get. And I was talking to you about this earlier, where you play the noise in the dark. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like play, a conductor, because because the, the lights are so good on you, and the, uh, the stage lights are on, the house lights are down. You can't see really apart from the front row. All you can see is a black hole. And if it's going well, you just hear and the noise come out of there. Because you'd come off some weird gigs as well, you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I had one on Friday where, God bless them, nice enough. But it was a cheese ploughman's was, was, was laid on with the ticket price. So basically when I went on, everyone's just eating uh, cheese, cheese baguettes. And once you've eaten that, you just want to go to sleep. Yeah, of course you, you do. Of course you, you do. Good old ploughman's. And then I did one at a cider festival, which was uh, slightly underattended at four o'clock on a bank holiday. Mm. You know, things like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. grateful to be working. Yeah, grateful, grateful, to, be grateful to be gigging, as yeah. uh, you know, G-Man used to say. But yeah, it was it was nice to get that. It yeah. was nice to get that. Yeah, so, yeah, really nice. So thanks everyone for coming out. Um, had a great time in Australia. Yeah. I want a bit of shout out to everyone involved in like the Australian festivals and the shows and the audiences. Had a, a bloody lovely time. Did you have a pea floater when you were out there? I had... What? It's a, <laughs> or is it called a pie floater? It's a pie that comes in a sort of a sea of, um, of um, peas, of mushy peas. No, it didn't. No? It didn't have one of those. What were um, you eating day to day? Well, in, in, I was based in Chinatown in Melbourne, so I had a lot of Chinese food. Pie floater, really nice. they're called. Ah, pie floater. Very nice. Did you um, eat out every day or were you cooking yourself sometimes? In, in Melbourne, I ate out at most every day, yeah, because the facilities weren't quite the same as the other places I was staying. So, But the food was really nice and cheap and it was good. Uh, but like it was a different vibe. In, I didn't really feel like I was... Because in the other places, Adelaide and Melbourne, uh, sorry, in Brisbane and Cairns, I felt like I was on, holi like on holiday all, and working. Um, but in Melbourne, it felt very business-like because Melbourne's very like London. I had like... Sometimes a couple of shows a day, but most of the time five, six, six shows a day. Did you get so any days lot. off? No days off. No days off. And five no shows. What's the most yeah. shows you did in and a day? And the shows were really fun. They were great. I think seven, I think, was the most. And how long were you day. doing per show? 15 to 20, depending on the so show. So you're doing seven 20 minute sets in a day? Yeah. I mean, I've got a lot of footage. Um, but yeah, they were, and they're all fun. And I, I, what was good is I was really able to work on some jokes in the morning and then test them throughout the day and tweak them and move and tweak and tweak and by the end that's a good opportunity for us to say my observation that What's i noticed that? a joke obviously i've heard you do loads and loads and loads on the tour oh yes yeah, and yeah. then you did it on sunday yeah and i was like that's slightly different and yeah. the punchline used to be i used to say a tenor a tenor um but in australia a tenor they don't know what that is no which i discovered yeah because they just stared at me yeah um, and I changed it to uh, ten pounds. Yeah. So when I heard you say ten pounds, I was like, ah, that's definitely because in Australia, yes. they didn't know what a tenner was. But as I, but another interesting point is, it hits better. Yeah. Because I think a tenner, although, oh, well, tenner, ten pounds, it is the same number of syllables, but a tenner is almost like goes off into the disc, like it's a tenner, like that. With ten pounds, it's bang, bang, ten bang, pounds, punchline, laugh. 
Leash Podcast. <laughs> Do you like oh, that? I made that back in February. <laughs> Been waiting. <laughs> I knew you were lining something. Yeah, up. well, if ever there's an opportunity for that, tenner, ten pounds. It's you know, it's, it, but it's those semantics that you know make yeah, oh, important of course. But another thing that um was brilliant was the, I mean it, in all the shows I did in Adelaide as well, I was just on with such great comedians. So in Adelaide, I was on with Marcus Birdman every day. John Hastings came in for half the run. Rub it in, Mark. Um, <laughs> Luke Benson and Mickey D were on in the first half of the run. And then when I was in Melbourne, I was on with uh, Jojo Sutherland. I was on with Kerry Marks, Tom Stade, Andy Askins. Like such high quality, like a whole lineup with those quality. Act- it was interesting to see how it all gelled as an act because we all moved around our spots as well. Different people follow different people. But what I really enjoyed was you, you get to know everyone's act so well. And then, because they're all brilliant comedians, you can really, I started to notice, oh, they've, they've, they've tweaked that bit there. They've, they've sharpened that a bit up there. And they're always working to, to, to get that set as tight as possible. And I really enjoyed watching that process. Really good. And I, it's, just, it's just inspiring as well, just seeing that, 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 that they're, constantly working no one's resting on their laurels you know which would be very easy with doing all those shows just go i'll oh, just go and just go say the thing that i always say so were there any disasters did you did there any crash and burns <laughs> come on we all yeah what in like i mean we all know it's not it's it happens was there any times where you just like they were like nah, 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 nah. the main best of british show no crash and burns right it was it was a really good room i mean there are some nights and days where there were less people in but they're always nice. It was always a nice show. You just had to adjust your set, your act and how you pitch it, which was also really a good t- way of l- just to keep learning. Like like if when it was a smaller audience, I went smaller. I, yeah. I, I went gentler. Yeah. I, I let them come into me. I made it more like we are together. Whereas when there's a big room, I played it. I walked the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I really enjoyed playing around with that. And I did, le- you always learning doing this. Like no matter how long you go, there's always different ways to play different rooms to try and get the most out of a gig. But really enjoyed it. There is something I was going to bring up. That, oh yeah. Um, I thought it's quite interesting how, so you've got the whole, you know, it's, you know, it's council culture and all this stuff. And I got myself, well, oh, I don't think did I you get yourself in a pickle? I don't think I would have got myself, I don't think it would have been a pickle, but it is interesting how you could get cancelled or in, in that realm without even knowing it <laughs> when you go to another culture, another. So, so I'm a massive Crocodile Dundee fan. When I was a kid, I would watch Crocodile Dundee, Crocodile Dundee all the time. I can't I wait to hear where this goes. I love it. Yeah. So, so, some, so when you're on stage and that, you, just, you know, you just throw things in, don't you? Just to try and just see, oh, can you get any, anything out of different things you know about Australia? Or mm. Anyway, this wasn't on stage, but I was talking to a local, I, I can't even remember who it was, but I was just in the, in the chat and they said something about what you, what you, what you up to, what you've been up to. And then I went, ah, oh, I think I'm just going to go walk about. Because um, that's what Crocodile Dundee did during the, the film. He goes, "I'm just gonna go yeah. walk about," and they just he wanders around the the yeah. outback, yeah, the um, the bush, yeah. the, um, the the bush, the outback, the, um, the northern territory. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so um, and they just looked at me like, "What did you say?" Really? Yeah, and they were like, "You can't say that because it's like for the." Um, cultural appropriation for the 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 the, the walkabout is like a big 
like a big spiritual right. thing. It's like <laughs> it really means yeah. something. Like, yeah. But I, I, I don't We've think ever heard... We've got pubs named after it over here, haven't we? The walkabout, it's a, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. a bloody pub chain. I know, right? <laughs> So, but, uh, so, so, yeah, so isn't it funny how Yeah, you can, that is. Because I remember. Oh, from Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. If I got cancelled because of Crocodile Dundee. Michael Scott goes uh, on Walkabout in an episode of The Office. Does he? Yeah, when he gets left behind at a petrol station. He says, Does I'm going on Walkabout. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I thought that was quite a funny aside. I remember when I went to Australia, you know, it was certainly not Airs Rock, it was Uluru. That was one of the ones. What's that, sorry? You know, Airs Rock. No, I don't know what Oh, right, says. Uluru. It's the, um, it's the huge Mount Rock in the middle of um, Australia. Okay. And it's a, again, it's a very, very, um, uh, what's the word, uh, sacred. Yes. Uh, it's a sacred uh, piece of, uh, of, of nature. Right. For, for the, for the um, indigenous people of Australia. Mm. Of course, when we turned up, took one look at it, I uh, called it Ayers Rock. Oh. Named after probably some bloke called Ayers, I suspect. Right? Oh, okay, okay. But they call it Uluru. Okay, yeah. So actually... So if you call it when, that... You're... When I turned up, oh, I want to climb Ayers Rock. No, 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 no. Number one, you shouldn't climb it because it's disrespectful to the, to the people. Yeah. But number two, yeah, you, you should, it's referred to as, as Uluru, not, yeah. not, not Ayers Rock. So, um, I, mean, we've, I, mean, we, I mean, we had a lot to catch up on. So uh, this is so probably who, who, a slightly who, longer episode. Who, well, who have we got first? Who shall we do first? So basically, I, I've recorded with a lot of the acts that uh, I did shows That's with. That's just good sense, Mark. That is good sense. I thought they're so good and we, we all bonded so much. There's, everyone okay, was all lovely. Right, all right. All right, Danny. You and Marcus Bergman have a little pop at each other on Facebook about me. I just like the alliteration of <laughs> it's my milkshake, Marcus. Um, so I think we should go for the brilliant Kerry Marks. Great stuff. Oh, is that it? That's literally it, is it? Oh, right. Okay, hang on. Uh, oh. do, it, do it again. <laughs> I think we should go for Kerry Marks. <laughs> So t- tell me the idea of the podcast then. We talked to so, jokes. So yeah, that... jokes that you, you like, generally jokes that you've liked but couldn't get to work for some reason. Maybe some you kept trying but okay. didn't. Or... It's a bit difficult for me because I don't generally like a joke if it doesn't work. Do you oh, mean I get God, to like yeah. a joke once it started working because I don't really think of jokes as ones that, I mean, I recognise the fact they don't work, but really they're just pending. You know what I mean? Right. It's very often when you find the right placement for them yeah. Or, or you, or suddenly you look back on a joke, and it might be a few years later, you just find it in a book somewhere, and you, you just click. Oh, it should have been that word. Yes. Or, yeah, it, yeah. Or you just weren't seeing why it wasn't communicating at the time. I find that a lot. Yeah. When I when I'm writing a new show, I always go back through old stuff just to see if I've missed something. Or yeah, there's a load often. of things that were just waiting for you to come up with the right place mm. for them. But it's. Um, so would you say you don't get you don't if you think of an idea you don't ever go that's such a good idea and then if it doesn't work. You just go off it totally, do you? I don't get that attached to it. I'll write it down, I'll leave it, and it will come up again at the right time. Okay. There are odd ones where I think, oh, that's kind of cute. I'd like that to work. Yeah. But it's uh, it's odd that this is just a comedy thing, isn't it? You don't. I'm sure musicians don't sit down with each other. And do this. There's not some podcast somewhere going, I came up with this note, but no one seems to understand it. You know, or, you know, I, I've been learning to juggle five balls whilst uh, getting one behind my back, and the audience don't get it. If you can't do it, it's because you're, you're a shit juggler. Isn't that like, funny? Yeah. yeah this you, is, just, you just got to practice more. Stuff. Yeah. But you can't, but with, with jokes, it's not a matter of just practicing the joke more. No, you can't say that joke doesn't work. Just practice it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do love. I, there's a certain level of arrogance that, that you need in comedy, right? Because sometimes we do stick to one, and then suddenly it just works. Mm. 
there's a certain there's still a little bit of magic that goes on with stand up. Yeah, and with you, with whether I mean I've watched you so much now over this month, the way you the way you say things is very different to other people. I think so. I think if you just catch it in the right way, yeah. Do you, do you sort of just mentally once it you've caught the way of saying it right, you just know it, or do you watch back and go, that's how I, I never do it. I should do. I never watch my stuff back. No. Yeah. No, once it's come Instinct. out in a particular way, but I don't. I, I do change my. I often take my mood on with me on stage. Mm, so okay. if I'm in a really serious mood, I'm doing a serious gig. Yeah. Or if I'm uh, if I'm feeling just silly, then, mm. then everything just comes out a bit silly. And I'll, I'll talk in a sillier voice and I'll yeah, be a bit yeah, more yeah, jumpy yeah. and stuff. And uh, I like seeing the different effects mm. that you can put a joke into or a different feel. Yeah, you know. So I like playing with that. Yeah, I do as well. Actually, I tend to play around with that more depending on the gig less than my mood yeah so like if yeah. like the other day we like last night well we had one that was round i pretty much did my normal way of doing everything and then we had another one where it was there weren't that many in so i, I just really played around and i tried to just be as silly as possible and if something weird happened i just went into it yes. and just experimented with it like another, and the night before as well when it's when it's a small i think it's I think when there's not many people in, it's hard to just go up and do your pretend that it's it's sold out. I don't really yes. like that. I like to treat acknowledge it as it. acknowledge what's in yeah. front of you. Yeah. It's weird when people don't actually, isn't it? Mm. I mean, although sometimes I'll overcompensate <laughs> the other direction, so you, you'll see occasionally where there's a smaller audience, I'll play down a bit, but yeah. other times I'll yell out as if it's a massive crowd. Right. Cause yeah, I think yeah. it's, only because I think it looks funny to do yes. that. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. To treat yeah. it like it's big. Yeah. <laughs> so just going for that contrast. But I do lots of different things sometimes in different moods. I'll go for a few weeks. So I've got a really bad throat from I've had laryngitis all festival and yeah. uh, free festivals now. I've been talking every day. So you have actually got <clears throat> laryngitis? Yeah, I had a polyp taken out before I came out here okay. at my throat. So, and then I'm not being able to rest it. Because right. we're doing sometimes eight gigs a day. And yeah, of course. There's no resting. So that it. joke you wrote about that. Yeah, that's real. That, did you write it for. Because I had that. Yeah, like this, 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 run. which is awful now because it goes well. So I've got to keep the laryngitis. There's always this problem that years ago I got into a fight where I had a black eye, and I didn't want to write a joke for having a black eye because uh, if it goes really well, then I'm going to have to have a black eye, right? This so, is so funny. I've I literally spoke about this on a podcast really recently. Oh, I really? Got, I got mugged in Edinburgh one year, and I got a black eye. Yeah, and I I did jokes about it, yeah. and they smashed so hard. I considered. <laughs> <laughs> like painting a black eye on every single yeah, 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 yeah. Because they were so easy. Uh, I get a laugh from literally walking on going, I've had a bad day. <laughs> literally that. And, and it would work. There was a line going around at the time to protect comedians. This is true. Three comedians in a row got punched in the face. There were, there were three comedians who, this was years ago, who had black eyes around the same time. Really? I was a very new comic. And... Uh, and no one wanted to write, for that very reason, write a piece about having a black eye and be stuck with yeah. having a good black eye bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so what happened was that there was a line everyone was using, they passed on to each other, go, oh, you've got a black eye now, you could do the black eye opening line. Uh, and the black eye opening line was actually terrible. What was it? Go, um, yeah, I know this looks bad, but you should see her. Oh, <laughs> right, okay. this is terrible. But it would get a laugh, but, if you, but you had to make it clearly ironic. You, could, yeah, you couldn't yeah. do it in a way that seemed even a speck of truth. I always had a line about... You um, say, maybe you could say that to the child. You could check, would it lighten it if it was if made it a, a child or yeah. something? So it makes it sillier, right? Well, I did have a line about uh, where I was walking past a group of kids who, who were like, um, Oi, mister, where did you get that black eye? What happened to your face, mister? What happened to your face? And I sort of leant into them and said, 
never look into a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> That's very you. That's best, better. That's really yeah, good. but you need a black eye to do it, really. No, you, don't. <laughs> you can't. You can't just say, I had a black uh, eye and this happened. Because oh. then you've got to do a piece about why you got a black eye and so oh, on. I suppose it's so. not standalone. Well, you looked into a vagina, you've told them. <laughs> That's what you did. <laughs> So, uh, um, so let's get into it. Okay, so let's go into it. Notes on your phone. I've I've just grabbed a few odd lines that that uh, either don't work at all or work sometimes. And I think you know I haven't done a lot of research through my stuff here, but I just grabbed a few. But I yeah. think they're quite good because they have different reasons why they Great. possibly don't work. Perfect, perfect. Okay, so this first one, uh, I think I know how to make it work, but I don't. I haven't. It, it, it's just a cutesy joke. Yeah. I think, I don't know whether the audience don't get the premise or whether they just uh, don't find it funny or what it yeah. is, but um, it's simply uh, a friend of mine told me that he saw some transvestites in the park doing handstands. And of course, I corrected him. I was like, no, mate, it's transvestites when they dangle upwards. <laughs> it's <laughs> transvestites when they dangle downwards. <laughs> you get that then. So people, hang on, hang on. Like, what it is, is, is they're pretending there's the same rule for stalactites and stalagmites. Okay, I don't right. know what that is. Well, you know, in a, in a in a cave, you get like the ice hanging down there, the, the, yeah. the solid bits of ice and so on. What's that and, called? And when they're going down, they're stalactites. Okay, okay, that's so neat. You've heard of stalactites, no. right? No, no, you don't know what stalactites I, I'm are. I'm a very good judge of like the everyman of what people would understand because okay. because I don't know many things. Okay. Okay. I assumed everyone knew what stalactites are. No, you must no, have been in I'm a cave. You've seen stalactites I've and seen, stalagmites. Yeah, I've seen them, but they don't, they're not labelled. Yeah, I have no idea. What well, I think that doesn't work simply then because people aren't. No, no, they but won't. That, it sometimes it's had a good laugh, so people do get it. Yeah, and I think yeah. when people do know the expression, and it, if it fits into the right pieces, it's kind of to take a rule and put it in the wrong place. I think it's always quite a funny thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so there's something there, but yeah, we need. I don't. I don't want to beforehand. Say, I, I just, by the way, stalactites yeah, are the things yeah. you find in the cave. I had. I did that in the Edinburgh show once, where I gave them lots of information that they needed at the beginning, right, to get the jokes later, the niche ones. Yeah. Okay. That's sweet. It didn't really work that well. No. But I like the idea of it. Yeah. 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 You had to train the audience up. Yeah. To make them ready for the show. Oh, yeah. Well, that's interesting. So, how long ago would you have written that one? Um. Oh, I don't know. Quite a while well, ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But you tried it and it just didn't really fly. It sometimes did and sometimes nothing. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think it's just a general knowledge problem. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. That's that one. Okay, cool, great. So I threw, that, I threw that one in first as an oddity. Yeah, They're yeah. all oddities, actually. Like this, this one is kind of cute, but um, and it gets a giggle, but not enough to be worth saying. Mm. Isn't it your podcast? Mate? There's probably someone doing a podcast of what's your best jokes, and then they're doing a hilarious podcast of very <laughs> yeah. funny jokes. And you're just doing like the worst of comedy, the not working jokes. Why the fuck did you think this was a good idea? People love it because <laughs> what, what I like about it is that when you explain it in this way, yeah. people still do it, still enjoy the jokes because that yes. joke then, if they didn't know what those words meant. Oh, it's educational. But, but then now they're like, oh, I get why that's funny. Yeah. And they're still enjoying it, right? Because do people, do people stage, workshop it? Do you, do you get people writing them with better wordings? So, what, and what, during the show? Yeah, so no, I mean, show, uh, when you put this out. Oh, sometimes audience members do chip in and yeah, oh, okay. yeah, they give right. feedback. And, All right. Well, and let us that. know whether you know what a stalactite is. Yeah, so we yeah. get a Let's general... Do a, we, do, we should do a poll. Do a general poll. You no, know, I should do a poll on Instagram and that will just tell us. If it turns out that 90% of people do know what stalactites and stalagmites are, then the joke's just not funny and you're an <laughs> yeah, idiot, yeah. yeah. But if, if, if most of them don't know, then you've spotted the problem. Okay, so this one is um, uh, 
about how rude people behave in public. So I'm on a bus and there's someone playing music loudly, someone with headphones on blasting out sound. Uh, there's a woman screaming into her phone uh, and there's uh, a couple of men shouting football stuff at each other. Uh, and it was so loud that I couldn't even hear myself doing karaoke. <laughs> like, what's the point in having a karaoke machine and a microphone when you can't even hear yourself sing over other people's selfish racket? I like that. Yeah, it just doesn't work. It gets something. It just doesn't work. Do I think, think I think it's I think it's funny because the, the the loudest thing or the most in, unsocial thing you could be doing on a bus would be doing karaoke, yeah. right? Jacka, maybe because you've mentioned loud music, that maybe that that almost ruins it because because you are doing loud music. Because I'm doing exactly maybe, that. Maybe if you, the other things weren't anything to do with music. Okay, but there are only some other loud things for people to be doing on the bus. So yeah, and also music is the most common thing yeah. that people play and it'd be annoying. That is. That's good. I had a similar idea a while ago about, um, what was it? Oh, so during COVID, I had the idea because there was someone coughing on the train. Uh, just put me off my cigarette or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. It's nice seeing those twisted ones. But yeah. I think I've, this one has another problem with it, of, of um, ruining my karaoke isn't absolutely clear. It's not clear that I'm doing karaoke. I might be listening to some yeah. karaoke thing or something. Or, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's and not, also, I don't think you you immediately picture me with a karaoke machine and a microphone no, singing I audibly. I did. <laughs> did you? Okay. I, yeah, but I, I also think people don't say ruined my karaoke. It's not like a friend. No. It's not wording. It's like a normal. There might be a better way of wording that. Just, you know, but, you know, I couldn't. I mean, so the people there were trying to enjoy my karaoke. Or Yeah, it's got to be selfish, though. Yeah, yeah. Can you me do my karaoke? I like it. I couldn't so, even so, hear myself doing karaoke. I couldn't hear myself. That's, that's what you said, isn't it? I I, well, I then myself. come back to a line saying, I, um, what's the point if I can't even hear myself sing because of the noise they're making? Karaoke is better than sing, isn't it? I know. Yeah, or sing is so... Karaoke is a funny word as well. I know. You should, there should, there's several points in favour of that one, and yet yeah. it just... I, just I think it just suffers from clarity. Does it get literally nothing? No, it gets something, but just not, yeah, enough, not enough to make it worthwhile. And I, yeah. Um, and if I put it between things, like other things going on on a bus or um, or other a few lines on rude behaviour, yeah. but they have to be those type of lines that have a surreal uh, twist to them. Maybe it doesn't have to be anything to do with noise as such, the other bits. Maybe it's just rude behaviour. So someone was like, um, so what did you have? You had... Okay, let's say we leave, leave, leave out people playing music, but someone, so someone with their headphones on being loud, someone... Um, uh, on their phone shouting, someone, uh, a baby crying. couple of guys, or maybe a baby crying, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, baby, or or youngsters shouting. Yeah. Is there anything else people do that, is, that isn't necessarily loud, that's also rude? Like someone had their bag on the, the seat, do you know what I mean? So it's not necessarily loud. It's odd, it's, it's the kind of line just... that fits with us. Like, I have a few lines that, now I'm thinking about it, a few lines that never quite worked of, uh, like when, when I was learning guitar and someone said, um, you're obviously having a midlife crisis because many of your age start playing guitar. I didn't know that was a thing, but I just ignored him and carried on learning, let it go from Frozen. You know, it's, yeah. it's that same kind of line, isn't it? Where you're yeah. doing something that's proves the it. point rather, rather than uh, is a fair complaint or, or a fair reaction. Difficult one, isn't it? Because it's, uh, mm. it's just cutesy though. These, these are cutesy lines. 
But you've seen what I do is that very often I'll have a do few jokes with nasty it? connotations and I have to put in a few soft ones yeah, 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 in between. Yeah. And also just, just so that I like, I like an audience to know that I don't have to do one thing. You know, yeah. I don't have to mm. be all, I'm, I'm choosing to be nasty. Yeah, <laughs> right? It's yeah. not, it's not because I have to be. So here's a few soft, sweet jokes. Yeah, yeah. In the same way as I, when I started drinking water on stages, I had a, um, I was drinking lager all the time and I had a number of reviews that pointed out that I'm always drinking lager on stage. And I didn't want anyone to think that I need to do anything. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I did a few Edinburgh's in a row where I drank water on every stage. Oh, nice. Just so that, because uh, it was three reviewers who had said that about me. So I wanted them to see. That's weird that they all they said come that. In. Yeah, yeah. They made it, made, made it sound like I'm not just a drunk comic. And I was like, no, this is what I do yeah. sober. Yeah, weird that. With that joke, do you think you could shorten it? Like, get to the point quicker. So, like, have one misbehavior of someone and yeah. then you go, which was annoying because I was, couldn't concentrate on my karaoke. Yeah. To get there just, quicker. Just a woman shouting on her phone, maybe. Yeah, or, yeah. Maybe. I wanted to make it seem no, like just, that's how karaoke. rude all the people are. And I'm because what I like about that is but... she's also shouting because she's trying to talk over your karaoke, which is like a double layer. I'll try it that way, you know. Does, yeah, because it gets I'll it try it that way and see if that does. Yeah, it does get it quicker. Yeah. I'm not sure whether we lose something in that there's just one person being rude, but maybe that maybe that's all you need actually. I don't know. It's some, sometimes we get hooked up on believing that a joke needs a thing that it, it absolutely doesn't. So mm. yeah, you might but be right. Some, sometimes I find getting trying to get it to it quicker just gets to the laugh quicker. Yeah. Because also, and I I assume it's because I'm a comedian and I know how jokes work. But when you were doing the long examples, by the yeah. time you got to the third one, I knew what you were going to do. I didn't know what you were going to say, but I knew the concept was the going concept to be you were doing something, something bad. Yeah. Whereas if you were, if you did it quicker, I wouldn't have yeah. seen it coming. But I don't know. If, I, don't I know guess. I so, guess but... I thought that the fact I was doing karaoke was just too unexpected for it to yeah. matter that it was doing that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what? You're right. I'll try it that way. Maybe. Yeah. yeah it's worth a try. It's, it's always interesting to try jokes in a different way. Anyway. Mm. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah. Okay, the next two jokes are kind of connected because they have a racist connotation to them. Okay, cool. All right. The first one, the second one, 
could be, but I could easily change uh, the person's um, uh, country, so or the country where it happened. So not from the first one, I couldn't. And I'm not okay. sure whether people aren't getting this, but you're you as a bit of every man. Then maybe you'll tell me whether yes. it's just that okay. people don't know what I'm about. Yeah. But um, so I'm at a train station, mm-hmm. and then a train pulls in, and there are three carriages, and I don't know which one to get on. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed that one of them was full of Chinese people, so I got on that carriage because that means it's a good carriage. But then I remembered that rule only applies to Chinese restaurants. <laughs> you can't use it anywhere. <laughs> I don't know whether people that's, that's really aren't funny, sure whether to react or whether people just don't know the rule that. Well, I know that rule. Yeah, but then I I da- I only know that I dated uh, a Cantonese girl, yeah. and she told me that as a thing. She said, if you see a lot of Asian people in a Chinese restaurant, yeah, that's like traditional good quality food. Yes, because we went to of course, one. Of course, it would be. They'd know what was the food was, of their own food. There's right? one we went to late at night, which is where the regular Chinese restaurant staff go yeah. there after they shut shop. Right. Because that's where the decent stuff is. Yes. So I know that. I think people do know that. And is that, you say you can't, it has to be Chinese. I think it's one. in the joke and that even if you don't know that, it would make sense afterwards because you realise that must be a rule. It's, not, it's yeah. an obvious rule, right? But do you think if you're learning something in a joke, you will laugh? Like, because you're processing... it delays people? I don't know. I, I think sometimes people do come around to realising what has happened or, or realising the joke makes sense afterwards. Yeah. And that, that gives it an extra little oomph as well. Mm. I don't know what it is with that one because... I don't think it's hilarious. I, I, well, really, I I, to it's me, it's really funny, funny because I just think taking a rule and putting right, it into it and misunderstanding it that you put it in the wrong context. Like, um, Mitch Hedberg, if, I think he, he could do that joke. I think that's, yeah. it's got that sort of... Yes. So, so if it doesn't work, the only thing I think it might be is that they're not in tune with that way of thinking yeah. as, as much. Yes. But it's, that is you, it's, I can see you doing that. That's, yeah, it does suit me to do that one. Yeah, I, re- I, I, I like that. That's my favourite so far. Do you want a nasty one? Like, okay. like the next one? Yeah, the next yeah. one's nasty. Okay. Well, I think it's just a switch on... Well, I shouldn't even say that before telling you the joke, but yeah. I've done it once in here. You might have heard me do it. Okay. And it got very little, and I had to throw in some explanatory lines afterwards and make fun of the, the joke. Okay. And I've done it once otherwise uh, back in the UK, and it also got a few people in the audience thought it was very funny, and no one else did. Uh, and when I did it here, just the words dead prostitute silenced the audience who were having fun up until that point. You've heard me do this one? No. No, I did it once. Well, yet. maybe if you want okay. to tell me. But it's one that I, um, I've tried on a few comics, and they find it funny. Okay. Okay, so the, it's, um, uh, I was in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. and um, I came out of the hotel, and there's this man outside the hotel who's shouting, uh, 10,000 Hong Kong dollars for dead prostitute. And I'm like, oh my God, that's horrible. What a horrible person, you know? And the next day I came out of the hotel, and he was still there shouting, $10,000 for dead prostitute. And I'm like, horrible man, what awful, awful thing. And he was there the next day, and the next day, and the next day I came out, and he's shouting me $10,000 for dead prostitute. And I, I thought, you know, he's right. I should pay him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's clear what's going on there, right? <laughs> but from the word go, oh, dead mate, prostitute, the audience you, turned you, off you, me. Yeah, right. And is it, 
I don't know whether it's partly that maybe it's set in Hong Kong and maybe it's they think it's some having to go to China, but it's oh, nothing, it it's not, nothing cultural or uh, it doesn't have to be in Hong Kong. Does no, it? it doesn't have to be, but it's the kind of thing you might if you killed a dead, if you killed a prostitute, then have to pay for it. <laughs> That's something you're going to do abroad. <laughs> it just feels like it should be abroad somewhere. So in some... Thailand, maybe somewhere more Thailand, a sort of, like a more sordid place. Yeah, maybe. Do you think it'd be funny Bangkok. if it is just the place that's stopping it working, though? Yeah. So, so you should I try so, a different so, country every so you, night until yeah, it works. Yeah, can you use, um, do the accent of the country each one? No, you can't do the accent. <laughs> I'm joking. But it would be funnier with the accent. Of course but it would. There's no reason why you shouldn't be able to do an accent. It's absolutely ridiculous. Especially if you do it well. Yeah. If you do it accurately. Yeah. So, um, I did so have that once with some West Country guy who said, You're, I, was, I was doing the West Country accent on stage. He said, Are you making fun of my accent? And I said, no, I just can't do it well. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So, do you, so did you feel the audience? You you could feel that they did. They like froze the up immediately on dead prostitute, and there was a, even a, a slight from a woman. There was a oh, kind of noise. So yeah, yeah. I suppose because everyone's just going, what, what? So what are you trying to make them think that he he wants you to pay uh, him? All right, he to, seems to, to, to he seems prostitute. to be selling a dead prostitute, right? For so anyone who wants it, maybe but the truth is, I've killed a prostitute. It's, <laughs> okay, it's a shame so. that that the that the, the him shouting thing isn't more of a common because everyone's just going, what what is he what trying to? You're meant to be having sex with a dead prostitute. What is it you're meant to be doing? You think with you have to be clear on that? Maybe. Well, I don't know. It's just an unusual. I think it's quite clear he's selling a but dead think, prostitute. Do you yeah, not? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I think so. But it's like, what? Why would anyone? Buy that? Why? What's the? Why, <laughs> oh, there's what? some weirdos. Maybe if I add in, oh god, there's some weirdos. No, even then, because then I'm, I can't then make it me. Yeah, of course you can. You say there's some weirdos. Do you know? Oh no, no, you can't. Yeah, you're right. But the twist is so good. Yeah, I think I, thought, I think it's uh, got it's got a nice nastiness to it. But also, if you say, mate, I'll tell you what. Also, maybe when you say I should pay him, that could still be taken at face value. I should pay him for a dead prostitute. Yeah. Whereas you, maybe you need to make it clearer that you're the reason. Yeah, I mean, it might need that line, you know, I've done the deed, it should pay, but... Um, too, uh, it, but maybe, but I kind of like it not having any more uh, on it, you know, just, just, no, just, I, just I, hanging there. No, I got it, but I, I think maybe that isn't as clear as it maybe could be, the punch. That What, what would you say if you, you owed someone something? Is there another way of saying... Because I think it's, it's maybe down to emphasis clearer, you know, I should pay him. It's, it's, yes. You know, I thought it's, it's it's more about me. It's yeah. it's more about me in my head thinking, I yeah, I should do the right thing. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe I should. Maybe go. Maybe I should. Yeah. You know, it was my fault. Yeah, see, that's, some, I don't know whether that's too much though. Yeah. I think you start spelling it out. I don't. I never like spelling it out. But no. sometimes I learn, but I I I should because yes. it, sometimes I, it gets such a better reaction. But. Um, Yes, very often you have... But uh, I think if you sense they're going off at their prostitute, I think that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. But is, have you thought of any other things that it could be, or does that... No, because I wanted to be a dead prostitute. I just but think just, it's, it's supposed to be... A, that's the truth. It's supposed to be a line story. that seems really nasty, and then or, or an, an angle that seems really nasty and turns out to be much nastier yeah. than you were thinking. So I, I don't know. I think it's more... It might be that in these placement amongst a few nastier jokes or a few jokes that have... Uh, that kind of twist to them or something. I'm not sure at the moment. It's one that will just sit in my book, and at some point, I mean, I don't think this, I don't think this is will work. But it could could she have put like a sexual transmitted infection? So he's trying to sell a prostitute with that, but then you're he wants you to pay because you gave 
don't know. I, I think I it's think funny if I killed a prostitute, to be funnier. honest. Yeah, it is funnier. I know people will be listening to this going, no, there's nothing funny about killing Maybe a prostitute, change. but I mean, in Maybe the joke, change. it's funnier if I'm a murderer yeah. than if I'm... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you got any more down? Yeah, I've got loads. Have you? Thousands. No, I've got a few more. Oh, great. Um, oh, this one, just brush passes, but... Uh, this is one you've also heard me do, possibly have been in here when I've, I've thrown this one out a few times, but the audience, some get it and some don't. I, I think there's something funny about this expression, but um, it's about how, there's an article about climate change saying if global warming keeps going at the way rate it's going, by 2050, icebergs will be a thing of the past. And I'm like, but icebergs are already a thing of the past. Otherwise, we wouldn't know about them. Yeah. We'd be like, what the fuck are those things? <laughs> they didn't used to be here. And then sometimes that gets nothing. And I've been adding, in order to get a laugh, I added in the line, um, uh, how do they make lettuce? Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Which is just stupid, but that yeah. allows them to laugh. You did that yesterday. It, I think I did it yesterday. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I noticed it. Yeah, it's yeah. great. I, yeah. I like the idea, but yeah, they didn't. They didn't. The expression is that something will be a thing of the past. Yeah, so yeah. The idea that somewhere yeah. in the future a thing will be a thing of the past when it's always been a thing of the past, I think yeah. it's amusing, right? Mm. Yeah, I think but, everything's a thing of the past. Yeah, literally everything. Yeah, otherwise we wouldn't know it exists. Otherwise, so it's just been invented. Yeah, I like the concept. It would but they didn't bite at all. <clears throat> no. Yeah, I no. <laughs> but they did they bite the lettuce? They did laugh at the lettuce. Yeah, but the lettuce is a throwaway extra. It's almost the lettuce. I think is like you 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 built tension and it hasn't released. So by yeah. doing the lettuce, it's something they they understand and they go. Oh, oh yeah, I've given them something then to. I've given them a way out I think from so. their misery <laughs> to go. Oh, but we can laugh now. But you know, I've got a few expression jokes, so I think it might go better in expression jokes that make them think about expressions. So I've got that joke yeah. about um, the kid. I know you heard me do this one. I was throwing it occasionally with a mother telling her child at a bus stop to stop jumping up and down. And then I step in and defend him and go, I think you'll find, madam, yeah. that he is jumping up, but he is not jumping down. Uh, you can't jump down. You know, expect him to defy gravity. What you want him to do, hover. Um, so that <laughs> that's also sort of the expression so of jumping up and down. on and the back of that? It might be. Some, that's yeah. that flow better, actually, if you're going, what's the, that's, that's stupid. And when people say this, that's stupid. Yeah, it might be more of this silly expression. Yeah, so we yeah. more concentrate on the expression rather than it seems to be more about climate change and... Yes. Suddenly it's not really, it's more about an expression. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly. Yeah, because that, that could literally be anything. It doesn't have to be climate change. It could be any, anything. When anyone says that's a thing of the past, that'd be a thing of the past. Yeah. Like, um, I, I was, you know, you just start wondering when you put out a joke whether people just don't know an expression or don't, mm. or can't transfer an expression from the context they understand it in. Because, They'd, they'd be used to hearing people say something will be a thing of the past. But if I got to say something will be a thing of the past. Yeah. You know, I mean, we know what it's you mean by a thing it. Of the past. But we're kind of suggesting yeah, that, they, yeah, yeah. that it wasn't already a thing of the past. Which I like it, it. Yeah. I think so it's what, So what will you do with it. that then? Will you keep, like, because how many times have you done that? Only two or three. Yeah, so will you keep pursuing it? Yeah, I've got another line or two I can throw in continuing yeah. the climate change theme, so it doesn't matter right. too much. Yeah, yeah. It's often with, with jokes. I don't know whether you do the same, but I, I try and get anything that's not working in to, to, to go into a piece as a throwaway. Okay. So it, it's not absolutely necessary. Not, I'm not living mm. or dying by that line. But even if they're not laughing, they can enjoy the, the idea. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll try this one. I've only done this a couple of times as well, but and it, it has got a laugh, but it's too long-winded. Okay. I think, what it's, I think the problem is it's too long-winded, or they're not just not following it. Yeah. Um, when I was small... Uh, I dressed up as an astronaut 
and I would wear an astronaut costume all the time and I had like an astronaut helmet and stuff and adults would be like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I'd be like, a fucking waitress, what do you think? I'm dressed as an astronaut. I want to work in a restaurant where you have to dress as astronauts. No, clearly I want to be a fucking astronaut, you know. But then uh, you get older and you, you, you can't keep wearing an astronaut outfit. It feels silly and you can't go to school in an astronaut outfit. Uh, and then it just seems a bit pathetic to go around in an astronaut outfit. And then one day in my teens, I turn on the TV and there's a load of astronauts working on the International Space Station. And I thought, what the fuck's wrong with them? Like, grow up. <laughs> Why are you dressed as children? <laughs> How immature are you? It sort of works. But I, it I, work. I like it. But maybe it's just too unrealistic <laughs> do you think do you so know what i mean like, no what's unrealistic i could address as i didn't dress as an astronaut as a child i wanted to be an astronaut i grew out of it and then now to me it's a childish <laughs> thing it's like kids dress as astronauts to me it's a childish thing it's good. I like there's it. something it there right laugh. it make me laugh i think it's too much without not without enough of a twist at the end yeah. oh there's another one here let me just throw this by this is no i've got no punchline on this it's just a, a thing i wrote as an observation yeah. It's just a pure observation that I think is an interesting observation. I've got nowhere to go with it, but you might have a thought. Yeah. But it's just that, that I noticed that why do we pluralize everything below the waist? Right? So, so trousers, pants, panties, knickers, jeans, but we singularize, singularize everything above the waist. So vest, t-shirt, shirt, tie, jumper, pullover, jacket. That's all I've got with it. Just the fact that we... Oh, wow. We, I just think it's odd that everything above the waist is singular and everything below the waist is pluralized, but... Nothing to go with. I was just hoping you like there's doesn't work with penis or anything like that. Like it's always closed. Penises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should that be? There's, there's something there, isn't there? Yeah. Just yeah. you say below the waist. I was thinking you're going to talk, you're going to go to genitals. I don't always point. go to genitals. You know, genitals. Sometimes I don't. Yeah, we have genitals. Yeah, but we do there have genitals. Are, there are more than one. So. Yeah, that is correct in that instance. Yeah. Anyway, that's just a throwaway thought. Maybe yeah, someone like will think of something. Oh, this is a. Um, an odder one to bring up is um but this might not be at all funny and I, I did try it i think once yeah and i knew beforehand it wasn't going to work but <laughs> i can't quite find why i think it's even funny right okay i'm excited about this one okay um i think it would start with something like um whenever a black woman <laughs> not a good start <laughs> <laughs> I like it when a black woman <laughs> tells me that I have a beautiful, smooth pink anus. <laughs> well, it is, I think it's funny so far. Then I get to say it's because my crack don't black. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really bad joke. But it's, it's something funny about it. I did it first. Because there was a black, black comedian who said, who did the thing about her looks and said, and used the line, the crack, the, black you, don't crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so, so you, you do said, know black don't crack. Yeah, yeah, so you said crack don't, my crack don't black. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's, so it's just ridiculous. It worked that night and she found it funny and the audience found it funny, but it's, otherwise it she looks like I'm funny. just, who yeah, the, the comedian who was on before me, who was a newish actor, I don't know what it oh, was, but okay. she had just done the black don't crack thing. Oh, sorry. So you, you'd say so that. I, I, then. So then later on, the audience already know that, exp that expression yes. already in their head. And that often makes a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, it makes you look like you're, you're super funny because you just, you know. And come off the cuff with something. Off. Yeah. 
very often that's what it what it is, okay. and you, we try and recreate that, but we don't. Well, how, what was the setup for it? Just not, Look, just this movie, it doesn't even need smooth, to have a black woman. Any black women listening to this, you weren't necessarily the joke. It was only that there's something cueing where this is coming from. They're going to go whenever people tell me I have a beautiful pink anus. I think it's already I funny think, saying think that, by the way. Beautiful I think it's pink anus. Smooth anus. Well, you don't have to say smooth. No, but it's not cracked, mate. Yeah, but yeah, but you're crack. That's no, not... no, it's not crack. Yeah, you're, you're right. It doesn't have to be smooth. Cracked. It doesn't. I just threw in smooth for no reason. Yeah, maybe that confuses it. Yeah, maybe it does. Maybe that's know. all it is. I think that might be the only problem. No, I think it's just a really bad joke. <laughs> I just think. I think that one. I threw it in today just for your. It's one of those that makes I don't sense. Think it makes sense as a joke. But it's switching. A but I also think if if you laser. if any act before talks about that, I think you can always stick that in. Yeah, but, but I I would have to rely on that, or I have to get other people to use the expression before they go. For Hitler, yeah. Hitler on before me. I think that's a commonly known expression. Is it? I think it is. I think it is, yeah. Yeah. I reckon. Brilliant. Okay. I think we'll end on that. Kerry Marks, everybody! You, um, uh, hang on. Kerry Marks, everybody. <laughs> there we go. Hashtag Aruga to Kerry. Thanks for, for doing the podcast. Um, great stuff. Brilliant. Brilliant comedian. Loved watching Kerry. Very unique in how he delivers material and like enhances it in his uniqueness. It's a it, very good act. Go yeah, see his shows. one of the best. Um, at festivals and stuff. Um, great, great, great to catch up. Good stuff. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, do we go? We are out. I mean, the tour is getting intense straight off the bat. Um, please check out the tour tickets, smartsims.co.uk. We are coming to Stockton on Tees, Huddersfield, Tees, <laughs> Blackpool, Durham, Edinburgh, Newcastle, Edinburgh again, Glasgow, Inverness. Aberdeen, Sheffield, Stirling, Canterbury, Maidenhead, Guildford, Loredan, Exeter. I'm running out of breath. St. Austell, Newquay, Great Torrington, St. Austell. What did I say? Austell. Yeah. Newquay, Great Torrington, Wimborne, Taunton, Southampton. People are switching off now. Birmingham, London, Manchester, Norwich, Belfast, Bishop's Dortford, Newport, Swansea, Tenbury, Worcester, London again, Brighton, Harrogate, Wickham, Southend, Winchester, Isle of Wight, Portsmouth, Crewe and Swindon. More dates to be added soon. There's no more, more places left. That's a lot. Great Tarrington sounds made up. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks very much for everyone who's bought tickets already. It's, it's, um, we're over, overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Um, and looking forward to getting out doing that. Really enjoyed doing the show again in Bristol. So I can't wait to take it everywhere else. Um, anything? Oh, uh, anything else? Do we need to send I don't think so. We could give we give, that, give out the handles. Handles? What's your handle, Danny? Uh, I can't remember. It's been that long. Danny Ward Comedian, I think. Yeah, mine's Jokes with Mark. Uh, any feedback, let us know so we can uh, talk about it on future episodes. Uh, anything more from you, Danny? Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you, Mark? Nothing more from me, Danny. And remember, everyone, be, be more Gabbeth. Hashtag Awooga. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.